0: Hey, it's Pastor Dudley Rutherford here on Godly Goosebumps. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. This is a podcast where we share stories of how God moves in mysterious ways, in ways that only can be described as that God must exist. For this story to even happen, for this this to be realized, God had to be intervening in someone's life. And the reason we tell these stories is our prayer, as you listen, as you listen to this story, and as you share this story, that others who are listening, who doubt of God's existence, that they will reach the conclusion there must be a God. We tell stories that only God can orchestrate. So, thank you for joining us here. And please, please, please subscribe, follow us on Instagram. And uh, today's story is really a story of freedom. And you're going to find a woman who was probably in the worst situation imaginable. And yet, God still spoke to her, and God. Saved her. Her name is Anahita Parzan. She's an Iranian refugee, which has the most incredible story of how she came to faith in God. Please stay with me on this story. Anahita explains how she survived snow covered mountains, she survived a filthy prison, and she survived an abusive husband as God brought her to faith in Christ. These are her words. She said, I was born in beautiful, peaceful Iran. Her life was good, but it got even better when she fell in love. Everybody wants to fall in love. She fell in love, she got married, and she gave birth to her son, a young boy by the name of Daniel. Interesting that it's a Bible name. She said, even the fact that her country was being overtaken by Islamic revolutionaries, it didn't dampen her joy. Like so many people whose lives feel perfect at one time, she had little appetite for God, if any at all. But all of that was about to change. She said, Death came like a thief one morning soon after Daniel was born. She said, My husband was killed in a traffic accident, and in an instant, my life was robbed of joy. She was in shock, she was in denial. And for the first time in her life, her mind turned to God and she asked this question, what have I done to deserve this? What have I done to deserve this? She said in time, the pain dulled a little. She eventually remarried. But from the first night they were, she was together with her new husband, that new husband revealed himself to be a violent, abusive man. Once again, her life was plunged into pain and sorrow. Only this time, there was no end in sight. She then gave birth to a daughter, Roxana. But her husband's beatings continued. When he got in trouble with the authorities, she had no choice but to join him as he fled across the mountains into Turkey. She said it was a terrible, terrible journey. They weren't equipped for the snow Soon, her fingers, mouth, and toes were black with frostbite. And then she realized that Roxana was no longer breathing. And her thoughts once more returned to God. God, why are you punishing me this way? Nothing is going right. Crouched on the cold ground, she said, my baby tiny's body hanging limply in my arms. She said, I was at my lowest point ever. I had nothing left. With which to fight. I wanted to die. And yet she says, I had no idea that God was right there with me. Hours later, they sat by a fire in a custody of a Turkish police. She got her first real glimpse of God because Roxana was still alive. It was a miracle. Throughout the next four months that they spent locked up in that filthy Turkish prison, God was right there. She said, He kept me safe from many dangers, and I know. He was there, too, in the kindness of a stranger, a businessman who was once imprisoned alongside them, who helped secure their release through Amnesty International. But she says, it wasn't until I was far, far away from Turkey that God started to reveal himself to me more clearly. She said, one day, two men knocked on her apartment door. Did you hear that knock? There was a knock on her apartment door, and they wanted to talk about Jesus. But she said, I was too scared of my husband to talk to strangers. So she didn't talk to him. But the next day they came back, knocked on that door, and she said they handed her, handed her a Bible. She said, I, I knew I should have thrown it away, but something made me want to keep it. So she hid it where her husband couldn't find it. And the next time he beat her, Until her body was bruised and sore, something compelled her to give that Bible a look. She said, She found, she got that Bible, she started to read, she said, It spoke to me. And then she said, I started to speak to God. And she said, God, if you're really there, if you're there, please help me. And eventually, with the help of the police, she was able to leave her husband. She said, my children and I were relocated to another city and offered emergency shelter by a group of nuns. And she would listen to them as they would talk and sing about loving and following Jesus. Something awakened within her. And she asked this question, could I ever learn to love and trust you too, Jesus? Could I ever learn to love and trust you too, Jesus? Years passed before she had an answer. She was back in Iran, having returned to visit to see a dying relative, and the authorities were suspicious as to why she had left Iran in the first place. She said, I knew I couldn't tell the truth about my escape without facing a return to prison. So after three months of court hearings and interviews, she stood before a judge waiting to hear his verdict, powerless and desperate. She said, I fully turned to the one who had been beside me throughout it all. I promised God I would give my life to Christ if he could deliver me from this ordeal. And right then, as she prayed, she was freed from the enemy's grip because the judge, who saw that she was crying, had mercy on her and let her go free. The very next day, she went back to Sweden. God had rescued her, and brought her safely to Sweden. And from that day on to this day, her life has never been the same. Her life has always been lived serving Jesus. Today, she says, at my church in Sweden, I have the privilege of seeing God powerfully at work in lives of so many Muslims all over the world. God is appearing in dreams and visions to men and women who have previously followed Allah. And I read stories like this, and it, it almost seems impossible. And yet it's a true story, and it's her story. And I think of that verse in the book of Acts. Stay with me on this. When Peter stands up on the day of Pentecost, and he says and he quotes from the prophet joel in the last days god says i will pour out my spirit on all people your sons and your daughters will prophesy young your young men will see visions your old men will dream dreams but he said in the last days god says i will pour out my spirit on all people if you know anything about what goes on in the middle east today there's so much persecution for believers and christians alike it's like if you if you even talk about jesus that there's parts of the world that they'll they'll burn you alive. They'll cut your head off. They'll they will kill you in a in an instant if you share your faith or you are found with a Bible in, in your hands. And yet, there are many people in the Middle East that are becoming saved today without a preacher like how I preach here in in uh, California. It's God working in the midst of tragedy, in the midst of trials, revealing Himself to many, many Muslims all over the world. But going back to our question, how, how do you go from living in an abuse abusive relationship to being totally set free? There's, listen, only God has the ability to deliver us no matter what we're involved in, no matter what situation we find ourselves in. There's a God who loves you. There's a God who cares. There's a God who will deliver. And if you're listening right now and you're in the midst of an incredibly difficult situation, I want to encourage you to go get help. Go find a local church. Pick up a Bible. Start reading it. Start praying out to God. Find people who will come around you and walk with you. And as you get down on your knees, you just ask God to reveal himself to you, and you ask God to deliver you, and I believe that God will do that. I want to thank this woman for her story. I want to encourage you to go back and listen to this again, share it with as many people as possible. I want to thank you for joining us here today on Godly Goosebumps, an amazing story about an amazing woman in a very difficult situation, and yet God still reached her. And if God can reach her, then God can reach you and God can deliver you as well. Thank you for joining us today on today's episode of Godly Goosebumps.